News. I'm Ben. I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello, I'm Claire. Hey. This is our show and it gets released midweek and we sort of talk about some weird shit we found on the net and it's, it's grabbed our attention. What should we start with, uh, Mike? Sum it up. Geriatric Millennials. What are they and are you one? I feel it. No. <laughs> uh, Throwing this argument off air, aren't we? We're just millennials. Well, apparently not. I don't believe uh. we're just millennials. What are they saying millennial is at the moment? From 1982... I think it's 2000, or is it 95? I'm not sure. It's a bit of a gap if it's 2000 for me. There's it doesn't really matter too anymore. Much change. Because if Go you're on. born between the years 1980 and 1985, you are now a geriatric millennial. Yeah. It was popularised in a viral medium piece titled Why the Hybrid Workforce of the Future Depends on the Geriatric Millennial. Sort of, we're more zennials, aren't we? Because we've got sort of one foot in the Generation X. Mm-hmm. We grew up without the internet. Computers just started to begin when we were kids. And then we you got... leave your door unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> I could go out with ten quid and have five pints and get the bus home and, and the chippy tea. What about the pack of, what about the pack of fags as well? Oh, and a pack of fags, yeah. yeah. Ten fags. Yeah. And you can still buy tens then. Yeah, we, we've just missed that generation where you could buy one cigarette, isn't it? Yeah. I remember my, my, my parents going like, oh, I used to go down there and buy one cigarette. And I was just like, what? Huh. Yeah. I bet they were making a killing then, weren't they? One cigarette. Well, they'd like just take the packs apart, wrap them up in brown paper, put like five fags, five matches in it, and that was it. It's a fucking capital offence in America, isn't it? Selling one cigarette. Is it? <laughs> well, it was, wasn't it? For that one black guy, what was his name? That tragically died. Eric, somebody. I don't know. Years ago. He was selling singles, wasn't he? And the police restrained him and he. He died. He died, yeah. They do come over there. I really don't know. They're already unhealthy. <laughs> uh, you, get you get restrained for a bit and you just die. <laughs> all racist. Well, they're they're not all racist. The restraining practices are a bit over the top, aren't they? Come on. Yeah, they are. It's bad training, is what it boils down to, or a certain more aggressive style of training. Mm-hmm. It takes longer to be a masseuse in some US states than it does to be a police officer. That's actually true, yeah. There's more training in that than there is being a cop. It's like a six-week course of the cop. You know, he isn't good? Yeah, here's a badge. Mm-hmm. I'll, we'll, we'll teach as we go along. <laughs> well, I'm not happy about being called geriatric anyway. Well, neither am I. We act as a bridge. We're young enough to perform like digital natives, but old enough to understand the old ways of communi- yeah. communication. So we can read the subtext to a text message just as well as pick up on a client's hesitation and the facial expressions during an in-person meeting. Yeah. So what are you saying, like, like, people nowadays can't pick up on that sort of body language? I suppose a lot of teens just text. A lot of millennials just text. I mean, all right, Sean's 29, Mm -hmm. right? So he is a proper millennial, Yeah. effectively. Your housemate. Yeah, my housemate does devil's advocate with me. Mm Mm-hmm. And he never rings anyone. He loathes ringing people. Mm. It's all text. But then again, obviously, he works face to face, so that's not a bad example. It's not a great example, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Quick, convenient these days, though, isn't it? That's it. So yeah, we are now geriatric millennials. 
So we like a good old natter on the phone. Yeah, we like a natter. We can, we we don't mind face to face communication. Okay. We're happy with text as well. Yeah. For example, we had MySpace. Mm-hmm. We're Generation Perfect, more like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the, the Oregon Trail generation as well. Did you ever play Oregon Trail? No. Nope. Oh, you had to like you were pioneers and you had to get on the along the Oregon Trail from the one side of America to the other, and you always died. I don't think many people actually survived on that. I don't think anyone completed that game. I'm not sure. You always got dysentery. <laughs> Never heard of it. Uh, it was like a really basic game. Like pong. Yeah, pong. but slightly better. <laughs> I remember pong. I've never heard of that before. Yes, yeah, so there you go. If you are born between 1980 and 1985, you are a geriatric millennial now, apparently, according to this, this internet article. I thought that'd cheer you up, being called geriatric. Feel it. <laughs> no, it's just the weight of the world crushing your spine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. This is creepy as fuck. I don't like this. Okay, inside MAGA supporting religious sect, Rod of Iron Ministries that worships with AR-15s and has compound for war prep. Like the Taliban, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. Really? There's not much difference. No. They're extreme Muslims, these are extreme Christians. Oh, no. So this religious sect that worships AR-15 and preaches MAGA politics is offering patriots safe harbour from an impending war with the deep state. That's fucking <laughs> Q again, isn't it? The group, which is known as the Rod of Iron Ministries, is led by Pastor Hyung Jin Sean Moon and has become increasingly militant since Moon attended the January 6 riots. Vice reports. Is he wearing a crown of bullets? Looks like it, That's with his gold plated AR 50. Yeah. I hate to admit it, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of. He's looking like a cool dude, man. He's got his fucking biker cut vest thing on. Is that samurai swords behind him? What about his followers that have got like silk pink, like you know, proper Barbie pink, sort yeah. of, and their and their guns like like pink high vis vests. High vis yeah. vests, but they come down to their knees. Over a white robe and white gloves. Yeah. It's pretty creepy. They've all got crowns on too. But not crowns of bullets. The sect, which boasts only a few hundred followers, made headlines in 2018 after holding an armed service in Pennsylvania to worship the AR-15 in the wake of the mass shooting at Marjorie Stone Douglas High School in Florida. It's like just the timing with these fuckers, isn't it? It's like, you just do it deliberately just to piss people off? So we get it, you like your gun, but there's times to do it and times to not do it. Everybody in the congregation's wearing a crown, aren't they? Mm. Yep, the ceremony saw hundreds of couples dressed in crowns of bullets and <laughs> clutching mm. AR-15s inside of the World Peace and Unification Sanctuary in Newfoundland. Wow. You're in a World Peace Sanctuary with a fucking crowd of bullets <laughs> and an AR-15. Can they not see the hypocrisy? No, because the World Peace and Unification will only come with AR-15s. <laughs> Obviously, clearly. Crowns of bullets. They might as well be pissing up the plants outside, aren't they? What, they're fed by piles of corpses? <laughs> <laughs> wow. They're all, they're all Christians then, yeah? Yeah. yeah. That's a great little quote there. So where weapons are concerned, Moon apparently got the inspiration from a Bible passage in the book of Revelation that spoke of Jesus and how he shall rule them with a rod of iron. 
He interpreted the rod of iron to be used by Jesus as a reference to the AR-15. Fuck me. Everyone's in camo too, it looks like just... That's madness. From its inception in 2017, the Rod of Iron Ministries has also fully embraced Donald Trump, even including his rhetoric and religious sermons. Oh my God, Trump's an idol to them. Uh, <laughs> it's what he wants, he so he's always wanted. Of course he is. He's a god now. Fuck. Well, they've got $950 to spend on a 40-acre compound near Waco. Uh-huh. That's sort of uh, tempting a bit of fate, isn't it? Nine hundred and fifty quid. Nine hundred fifty thousand. Oh, wow! As his congregation continues to grow, his sermons have repeatedly grown more militaristic, radical, and conspiratory. Says the international Marxist globalists. Right. If you knew anything about Marxism, you'll know that Marxism hated globalism, globalization. Yeah, but they're communists, Mike. Uh, trying to so start. therefore they're in the bad pile. Yeah. They're trying to start a civil war here. So they can bring in the UN troops and Chi-Com Chinese military come in and destroy and kill all gun owners, Christians and any opposition, i.e. Trump supporters, he said in a recent sermon broadcast on Instagram. We are in the death of America right now and that's why, of course, God is allowing for our expansion. Wow. Right. Sounds terrifying, doesn't it? Not jobs. Yeah. But what point do you sort of move into the air and you go, I'm looking for a new church. I also really like how my AR-15 at me, with me at all times. It's like, this guy goes, come with me, friend. Come with me. You get a bullet crown. <laughs> and the World Peace Sanctuary. Come to the World Peace Sanctuary with your bullet crown and lethal weapon. I mean, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? It's madness. I mean, that is a cult. That's not a set. That's a cult. If you ask me. Yeah, pretty much... The definition of one in it. Yeah. And what's the difference between them and the Taliban? I mean, okay, they're not chopping people's heads off. Yet. <laughs> Yet. Until you run a cropper of them one night. But their beliefs are just as dangerous, aren't they? Yeah. Anybody that's radical is. That just wants to kill anybody, you know, that's not thinking their way. It's terrorists, isn't it? Yeah. If they cause violence. They haven't yet, but... I don't know, I'm just looking at that picture of Trump and realising that I haven't seen his face for like months now yeah. and how great it's been. It's a blessed relief, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. fuck me. It's like, just looking at his face there, it's just... I just got sick of him in the end. It's winding, sick of it's his... winding me up, just the expression on his face. Sick of his bullshit. It's because he used to like, tweet every day as well, isn't it? So he was on the news pretty much every day. Oh, they loved it. Apparently the cable networks, all their news shows have lost millions of viewers, thousands of viewers. Well, there's one thing he always said, that he was a great TV star, and he got the ratings. That's what he was. So, yeah. he didn't lie about one thing. <laughs> I suppose you just tune in if you hated him as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's it. You tune in if you loved him, tune in if you hated him. Yeah. Well, it depends which one you're watching, doesn't it? If you watch Fox News, you're probably going to like him well, a lot. Yeah. That's terrifying, if you ask me. Moving Not, on. Moving on. Coventry mum convinced that her flats are haunted after snapping creepy face in a group picture. It is a creepy face. Can you see it there? It's uh, right there. 
Right, so there's a group of yeah, five, yeah. six, seven women all huddled together. Breaching social distancing rules. Mm. I, thought, I noticed that. that they, they said the, the picture was taken in October or something. And then just behind all of them, at the back, there's some, like, is it a window, is it? And then but it, you can see this, like, lady's head that's almost got a sort of mouth open looking a bit, oh, creepy. Yeah, there's definitely hair there. Yeah, it looks yeah. like hair. And if you look along the, the side of the the other bit of the window, you'd think that you'd, you'd see the edge of the window in the right angle, but you can't because yeah. the head's sort of round. So she's been, she's a bit freaked out. I'm not surprised. Because, yeah, they were all enjoying drinks together in October when the picture was taken and somehow there was an eighth woman. Weren't we in lockdown in October? I don't know, it's just like we've been locked down for fucking ever, yeah. forget. So, yeah, a few of them believe it's a woman with uh, long brown hair. The mother of one admits that she'd been left uh, creeped out by this scary snap. It is rumoured that someone died in the bath in the flat, somebody called Rebecca. Now, Rebecca's the woman who took the picture. Oh, right, okay. Rebecca of Coventry said, it's a photo that sends a shiver down your spine. It's actually quite scary. And we were like, ooh, what's that? It was quite freaky. And we were all a bit freaked out and looked around the, the room as if to say, what could that have been? You would, wouldn't you? You'd be mm. like, well, you know, there's the window. There's the right angle. There's the other right angle. How could that shadow? Why is there a screaming disembodied head over your shoulder, Becky? Is what I'll be asking. Yeah. Well, she believes that a block of flats was once an old factory and that she heard from a neighbour that a man died in the bath in the flat where the photo was taken. It doesn't look like a guy. It looks like a woman in yeah. the picture. I don't know. Does it? can't tell. Someone with long hair. Yeah. Could be a bloke with long hair. Could be. It was the 70s. It's in Coventry. I'm mm. sure the, the rock scene was vibrant there. He's rocking out. <laughs> He's enjoying the party. Now, you see, that for, that for me now has got a whole different spin on this. It's not a screaming, disembodied face. It's some dude moshing. Or it could have been another one of their friends that they forgot were there at the time. I think, they, back know, in I think they noticed. They <laughs> were pissed up, weren't they? I think they noticed. Someone's going to pop round for now, their neighbour. Find <laughs> a picture, photobomb the picture, and they're like, six months later, who's that? <laughs> they're freaked out. Well, she says she's occasionally heard some noises, but oh. it could just be the neighbours, you don't know, do you? There's no evidence, though, is it? I mean, it could have been photoshopped in there by a friend, I don't know. They could have been fucking with them. Yeah, maybe. Some, maybe, you know, it's a Halloween decoration. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a really likely possibility that it's a Halloween decoration. It was in October. Yeah. Well, they... Haven't they took the photo and then looked at it on the phone straight away and gone, you know, because they said they were looking around the room. So they've took the photo, looked at it. I thought they didn't look at it till later. Oh, well, that's what, exactly what she'd say if she was just lying about it to make 200 quid for selling her story to the Coventry Telegraph. Mm. You know, what can you do? People die in baths all the time. <laughs> Sometimes they come back and haunt you and photobomb your parties that you shouldn't be having. <laughs> Clearly, Rebecca was in breach of several COVID lockdown regulations and therefore should be punished to the full extent of the law with a minimum of at least three years in a gulag. And a cat and nine tails. <laughs> Every day. Unless she's into that, in which case we tickle her. 
Unless she's into that. She's got a ghost in the flat. <laughs> Ghosts. It's bollocks. Though, innit? It is though, innit? I don't know. Is it? I don't know, because I don't believe in it, but I know people that have said they've seen something. You know, otherwise they're normal people. And they, they swear in their lives that they saw something. But it could be swamp gas or something, couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's always a swamp gas. <laughs> like little clips of like you know where CCTV has caught things moving they can't all be fakes can they that's it isn't it I don't know until there's any isn't this conclusive evidence until I see one even then your eyes could be playing tricks couldn't they that's true but until I see one you're smoking weed or something it could be an hallucination who the fuck knows I don't know I'm just, I'm just a spiritual void like, <laughs> I have no soul I don't. I'm not. That's what they avoid you. They're always going to avoid you. I'm a. I'm like just a blank. That's why people are repulsed by my presence. <laughs> my aura is just not there. Let's get some crystals and do some reiki. Or nah, I like it how it is. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen any ghosts. I've never been into religion, spirituality, nothing. What did that Ouija for? Didn't we? But yeah, that was just us moving, wasn't it? Probably. Alright, what have we got next then, Mike? Oh, wow. <laughs> Freezing rain, hail and winds kill 21 runners in a Chinese cross-country race. They must be mental if they do it in the first place, but in them conditions... Yeah, severe weather's killed 21 people. What, 16 dead and 5 are missing at the moment. Oh no, at least 21 people have died. After extreme weather, struck marathon runners in China's northwestern Gansu province according to local government officials. Which probably means 21, this is the Chinese government, let's times up by three. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's say that it's at least 33. Communists never give you the stats, Mike. No, and you, you can't do maths either because it's 63. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalists can't count and communists can't do stats. Mm. Eight others are reportedly injured as of midnight. Hail, freezing rains and gales hit a mountainous section of the 62-mile cross-country race on Saturday. Temperatures plummeted on the high-altitude route in the Yellow River Stone Forest, a scenic tourist site in Jintai County, known for its spectacular stone pillars. <laughs> wow. I love that. I have to get that in there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, 172 took part, 151 have been confirmed safe, including the injured. See how many times it's contradicted itself in an article from these Chinese uh, media outlets. Mm-hmm. No, how is it? It's like, oh yeah, there's a... Uh, the injured are safe, but there's some missing. But they could be injured too, or dead. Yeah, 21 are believed to have died. That includes 16 definitely dead. Yeah. And five missing. So minus 21 from 172 means 151 made it safe. No, no, I don't mean that bit. Oh, what? It's just like, oh, well, 16 are dead. Yeah. And then it was five are missing. And yeah. then it was like 20, at least 21 people have died. Well, yeah, they're saying that they're, they're missing, so they're presumed dead. I guess. What a shit though you spent. Sorry, Claire. Why did they go missing? Surely they've got little, you know, guys sort of marking the way. Well, I know, but there's. It's freezing rain gales. You get blown off the side of mountainous cliffs, mountain roads. Get, it's easy to get lost, isn't it? It's 62 mm-hmm. mile. Temperatures plummet. It's hailing really it's hard. Two mountains, it's, 
Then you've got like, you know, freezing wind. If you're wet, cold and hungry, you're going to die outside. That They are the three things you do not want to be stuck somewhere, wet, cold and hungry. Yeah. yeah. You're going to die. Yeah. You get lost, wouldn't you? You'd wander off the track. Yeah. You can't see where you're going. Or get blown off the side of the road. I wish I'd never done this race! Uh, Fuck you, Mao! <sighs> Alright, um, that's, that's it's horrific. It is horrific. Yeah. Unbelievable horrific, sort of like 21 people. I could like, believe one or two, you know, know, but 21's just... Maybe it was one or two and the Chinese government just shot the others because they were dissidents. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just like, oh, we can blame this on this insurance race. Just throw them in. We found like 18 bodies. That, 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 that. Oh, right. Yeah, they must have died during the extreme weather. Well, most of them have got bullet wounds in the back of their head. <laughs> nah. <laughs> the state's confiscating those bodies, comrade. Over 700 rescue workers have been sent to the scene. 700? Well, yeah, there's a bunch of people wandering around the Chinese wilderness. Yeah. Just think, there's got to be bears and shit, in there? Oh, fuck yeah, there's got to be. And wolves. It, yeah. it, it doesn't seem very well planned, this. No. <laughs> this well, yeah, that's probably China in a nutshell, isn't it? Ill thought out, this. I'd imagine the Chinese health and safety laws aren't up to much. Mm. Prove me wrong, China. Prove me wrong. But everything you do seems to crumble. <laughs> they just have suicide nets. Yeah. That's their health and safety. Oh, yeah. Well, you should put the suicide nets up. Should clarify that. The, you know, the, the Apple factory in China. Yeah. Well, all electronics factories in China, to be fair. And all the workers were killing themselves. Yeah, they were working. Bad working conditions. I read about that a couple of years So they were jumping ago. off the building. So Apple's solution. Well, not Apple, but the... Chinese managements. The Chinese contractors. Yeah. The Chinese contractors solution was to put up suicide nets rather than improve the working conditions for the people. And yeah, it's, <laughs> not, it's not very good to, like, it's sort of customary and not very good to move jobs too often, is it? And you know. Yeah, it affects your score. Mm-hmm. Does it? Yeah. You can't imagine, so she's not a reliable worker, comrade. I watched a bit of a, a video about it and there was this guy saying, you know, if I, if I was to leave, this is what my parents have done, if I, if I was to leave, you know, or I've got to get a better job or stay, it's not good to, to, to keep, like, you know, getting a different job. And I suppose, you know, there there's a lot of people, so jobs are quite scarce, aren't they? Well, I don't know, they make fucking everything, don't they? You know, I don't know. Plus they're constantly, like, doing engineering projects on a massive scale all the time. I think it just depends on whether you're a skilled or unskilled worker. Yeah. You know, I think that's, a, that's the difference. If you're an unskilled labourer or a, a farmer, then you're going to get a rawer end of the stick than a, a factory worker, for example, who's making phones. Because that's what they want, isn't it? They want the they want the electronics, they want the business. That they the manufacturing. The manufacturing, they want all that. The, the agriculture takes a back seat then, doesn't it? Mm. It's like Mao killed so many fucking farmers, like industrializing everything. Yep. This five year plan to get China to be an industrial giant, he managed to kill so many million of his people by starvation. Drove the farmers off the land to build. Mm. 
Yep. Yeah. Do you know why they had a population boom? It's an interesting fact for you. Go on then. Basically, Mao thought that uh, when Russia and America had their inevitable nuclear war, the hundreds of millions of Chinese would just then who were left would just mop up any survivors they outnumbered them. Huh. <laughs> and they'd take over the world. <laughs> That's why they had the population boom. And then they had the one-child policy, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were throwing their baby daughters in the rivers. Yeah. And now there's, like, what, total and even number of men to women now. Yeah, that's true. Dating in China must yeah. be really difficult. There's not it? enough women for the men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Madness. Yeah. All right, well, but they're probably going to rule the world one day. I mean, if you put that Elon Musk chip in your brain, I could be fighting a war in China in no time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Moving on. Yeah. Blind man has sight partly restored after pioneering treatment. Oh, amazing. That's yeah. nice. Man regains ability to recognise objects in first example of successful optogenetic therapy in humans. So we're tinkering with DNA at this point. Uh, let's find out. A blind man has had his sight partly restored after a form of gene therapy that uses pulses of light to control the activity of nerve cells. The first successful demonstration of so-called optogenetic therapy in humans. The 58-year-old man from Brittany in northern France was said to be very excited after regaining the ability to recognise, count, locate and touch different objects with a treated eye while wearing a pair of light-simulating goggles, having lost his sight after being diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa almost 40 years ago. <laughs> I was reading that along with you in my head and I read locators lactate. Why would he recognise it? Why would he have the ability to lactate? From his eyes. <laughs> mm, eye milk. <laughs> Never go thirsty again. <laughs> The breakthrough marks an important step towards a more widespread use of optogenetics as a clinical treatment. It involves modifying nerve cells, neurons, so that they fire electrical signals when they're exposed to certain wavelengths of light, equipping neuroscientists with the power to precisely control neuronal signalling within the brain and elsewhere. Mm. That's fucking incredible. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Something that only God could do. What makes someone blind? <laughs> <laughs> Bring a man's sight back. Like yeah. that. Isn't that Jesus? Whatever. <laughs> Some deity. <laughs> now, One of them. But now we can do it. It's ace, that's awesome. It's amazing, isn't it? That must be the worst thing in the world. God, yeah, because some people just wake up blind. Imagine that. Oh, fuck me. So that. They're basically replacing the rods and cones at the back of the eye, aren't they? That's what they're saying. The, the damaged retinal cells. It's not. Oh. I'll tell you how it does. That's, new... that's just complex, you know, out of this world complex shit, that is. Yeah, the new technique aims to restore visual function at the late stages of disease by injecting a harmless virus that has been modified to carry the genetic instructions for making a light responsive algal protein into the eye. Whoa. Fucking amazing, isn't it? Yeah. These instructions are inserted into specific eye cells called retinal ganglion cells, bypassing the damaged retinal cells and allowing visual information to be transmitted to the brain when the modified cells are exposed to light. That's fucking nice. And then he wear them eye goggles like Geordie LaForge's visor. Yeah. Mm. 
That's just like the fucking 23rd century version, isn't it? So you might not get full colour back. It could be black and white or... Yeah, I mean, it's not perfect vision at the moment. No. It says that he, but he can recognise, count, locate and touch different objects. So maybe... So he can go, oh, I can pick my cup up. Yeah, maybe he can't really see it's a cup, but it's just like a... A, a blob, above. Yeah. No, no, he can recognise it, so he knows it's yeah. a cup. Yeah, but it could be quite fuzzy, couldn't it, mm. you know, blurry. Yeah, that's right, you recognise objects, yeah. No, that's a cup, that's a teddy. Yeah. That's my wife's face. Oh my God, turn the glasses off. <laughs> Starts tearing his eyes out. Why did no one tell me I'd married her? <laughs> <laughs> what she looked like? Well, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> no need to cry milk, mate. <laughs> I can't help it. My eyes are like <laughs> So, George LaForge visors are going to be fucking in fashion soon. Yep. If you go blind, anyway. Yeah, it must be the worst thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, what would you rather have, though? I mean, no arms and legs. And the, What if you were just a, a meat puppet? No arms, no legs. Can't speak. You're deaf. Oh. <laughs> and blind. Oh, fuck me. Well, and just kill me, isn't it? You can't... You're left as well. The way your arms are left for that. No, you talk, so you couldn't even say that. Just try and bash my head in on the fucking <laughs> side of the table, whatever, man. It's any chance I get. It's the um, Metallica video for one. I think it's the film <laughs> Johnny. That's what the song One is about. Uh. A World War One soldier who ends up like that. I think it's some Johnny Get Your Gun. It's an old war, American war movie. But you're glad that goes off to fight in, in the World War One from America. He's deaf, blind, and dumb. He treads no. He treads on a landmine, and it deafens him, blinds him, makes him dumb. He can't speak, and he blows his arms and legs. They have to amputate his arms and legs. Yeah. So he's literally just alone with his own thoughts. And in the end, he remembers the Morse code for SOS, and he mm. taps it out with his stump, his arm stump, and he's like just saying in his head, "SOS, kill me." Thanks, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he'd be able to see if he had them glasses. Yeah. There you go. So there's nothing be like that. Oh, or no, <laughs> Yeah, but then he'd be able to see all his stumps and bumps and... Well, you, you know, you don't know when it's mashed up, do you? Well, no, that's true. Look, my dick, t- tell me my dick's okay. You won't even be able to touch it. <laughs> I don't care. Let me just know it's You've okay. <laughs> Let me just know it's okay. Look at you, some of your ribs removed. You probably suck yourself off. <laughs> well, come on. He's got nothing else going for him. He's giving that. <laughs> it's like right. Okay, so we. <laughs> got, this man's got nothing to live for. Take I know you can't away. hear me. You can't see me. You can't tell me anything. But we're going to take your ribs out. Take your ribs out. You can at least suck yourself off, mate. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. Yeah, he's just going to build his core strength. His abs are going to be fucking out this world. There you go. He's all them curls he's doing to get there. He's going to work it, and he's always getting there straight away. Even with the resolute. Yeah, he'll get there. <laughs> he's going to get them out and he's like, more and more cold. He's like, I'm stuck in my own dick. <laughs> 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 
Where would you put him? Just in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's like a living statue that sucks himself off. You'd have to send it, you know, he's a war veteran, you'd have to send him home, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but yeah. home, where would you put him? <laughs> oh. Well, in his bed, was it? Oh. <laughs> put him on show. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter where you put him, he doesn't know where he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. As long as he can suck himself off, he's happy. You're gonna have to, you're at home. We're putting you into your bed. Dot, dot. Oh, fuck it. Poor guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, next one. Moving on. Missing man found dead inside Spanish dinosaur statue. Oh, I saw this. It's ace. Well, it's, like, it's tragic, but, you know, of all the places we found dead. <laughs> Police in Catalonia, it's not far from where I go on holiday, are investigating the death of a man who was thought to have become trapped inside oh, a large dinosaur statue while trying to retrieve his mobile phone. <laughs> right, so he chucked it in... That's uh, millennials for you. <laughs> He's 39, he's a geriatric millennial. Yeah, he is, yeah. He's chucked his phone inside the, the, the big statue and then tried to retrieve it. So, yeah, officers were called to, to the statue in Santa Colmada de Gom... What? Garmente? Gar... Gramanet. A satellite town of Barcelona after a man and his son noticed something inside... The paper mache stegosaurus on Saturday afternoon. Oh fuck's sake! You know he couldn't bash his way out of a fucking paper mache stegosaurus. Look, Daddy, the dinosaur's having a poo. It's <laughs> the man's head sticking out. He's <laughs> oh, Ventura when he comes out of the rhino. <laughs> the spokeswoman um, for the regional police force, the Mossad S. No, 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 the Mossad. The Mossad, <laughs> Moss sorry. <laughs> That's Israelis. The Mossad, the Mossad, Mossad, the Esquadra. Esquadra. You could have just left it out. <laughs> just the regional police force. The regional police force said the death of the 39 year old man was being treated as suspicious. Not being treated. Not treated as suspicious. Yeah. Oh, man. So yeah, a father and a son noticed there was something inside and raised the alarm. Oof. Found the body of the man inside the it, leg of the dinosaur statue. It's an accidental death and there was no violence. Ah, oh. The person inside the statue's got their leg trapped. So They got in the statue's leg and got trapped. It must have gone in their head first to get his phone, phone out. out. And then like just got stuck in there and obviously couldn't even punch his way out of a paper mache stegosaurus. <laughs> couldn't punch yourself out of a plastic bag. Yeah. Well, how long was he in there for? Oh, God, well... How, how did someone not know? I they don't know yet. Why didn't he call out? Still he still was there for a couple of days, they said, probably. That's a very quick time to die, Mr. Suffocated. Well, you die of dehydration, especially in Spain, the heat, that thing must be fucking... Oh, God, yeah, you're inside a paper mask, you stay your sauce, his leg, and you're all boiled up. Well, surely, 
Yeah. You could have called out to somebody, you know. Yeah, yeah he's deaf, blind, and dumb. <laughs> arms and legs. Don't take Johnny to the Stegosaurus Park. It's a death trap for That's him. Not where you keep him. <laughs> he's not going to suck his own dick in that, is he? <laughs> You know, it's literally that, that's a picture of the dinosaur. I mean, yeah, you can get a man down that, but it's like, come on, shout! It's like I'd be screwing my fucking head off. I know. Or you'd be trying to rock it, wouldn't you? Because I mean, it's only paper mache. I think that'd be still be quite heavy. It looks quite substantial, life. You know. Maybe was he pissed? He passed out. If you were in there in the yeah. heat of the day, it would get. And then, yeah, rather sweaty very quickly I'm not sure about suffocation you might if you if you were stuck you might pass out because of the heat and next thing you know you know you're dehydrated and you mm. you know how the fuck did he get in there it's got well it, it's, it's, I, I, say, <laughs> I can't see a hole in the mouth or round the legs that's <laughs> it how the fuck did he get in there maybe he's trying to fuck it <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> To film it at the same time. Yeah, well, yeah. And then. You know, they just block that hole up, don't they? It is. <laughs> yeah, should that be a thing? Like, if you're going to make a massive paper mache dinosaur, don't make a hole big enough for people to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not... Someone will get in it, and someone will get stuck, and yeah. someone will die. Oh, yeah. As they've done. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> let's end the show. So, I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. Don't drink the favourite, don't join a gun-toting religious cult and don't climb inside a plastic dinosaur. A paper mache dinosaur. Any dinosaur. Don't climb inside a dinosaur. Don't try and fuck the dead. Yeah, don't fuck fossils. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Hello, I've been Claire. Have a good evening. Yeah.